I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane. I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this man. Oh, my God. No. And, oh, Jesus and, Christ. Oh, yeah. And, and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it, do it harder, make more noise and stuff. It's gotta be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. Yeah. Hey Bryant, how much does uh, Braun Strowman weigh? Uh from what I understand, 385 pounds. Could, could I hear that a few more times? 380 Five pounds, four hundred pounds minus fifteen. See, Brian had left the arena for just a moment to go get something. When I came in, I went, you know, the ring announcer just said that he was three hundred eighty-five pounds. And Brian, no, he, there's no way they can't be saying that that guy's three hundred eighty-five pounds. It's like he meant to say two hundred eighty-five. Oh, okay, well, hang on, let me. You know, I've, I've been known to make mistakes before. Like when I said that I didn't think that the NFL would allow. <laughs> I wasn't questioning you. I know, I, I know, I know. But I, you know, I'm capable of making mistakes. Like when I said I didn't think the NFL would allow SmackDown to be promoted during their shit, and obviously I was wrong about that. That's very clearly. So I went, and then there it goes. Ah, 385 pounds. And then like a hundred times during the match, they had to continue to say, it's 300. What, how many? How much is that? Is it 387? No, it's 380. No, is it 328? Is that what he's? Legitimately, how much do you think the guy weighs? I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm going to say tops th- 320, 325, 325 330. If somebody told me he went to Golden Corral today and just chowed down, I'd say 333. Yeah. Maybe 333. In fact, I, I, I'm going I'm to say this, and this may be controversial. It's probably closer to 285. That's what I'm, that's saying. What I'm saying. I, I mean, that's what I'm I was thinking the whole it's time that they just accidentally said three instead of two. and I don't know what's going on there. There's no way, though. Why would they do that? They're just trying to you know, make him into a monster. But you, it, it is one of those things where, all right, everybody, I want you to really hit home. It's the 385. You know, it's like it's like I told you before when they uh, when they told Kathy Lee Gifford she was such a bitch, you know, on the when she was on the Regis show. And then she they would just smile that? like this all the time. Hey, I'm fine. I'm not a bitch. Look at it. it made her look like 10 times more a bitch. Yeah. You can tell that somebody, some producer goes, you know, if you just smile, just smile a lot, and you're going to come off like way better. What if I she started drinking the wine? It should have been. What's that app that she's, Tackle? Is that the app that I she's? no idea. No, there's what, an, what is this? T-A-K-L, and it's like a guy will come by and he'll hang pictures on your wall or something like that. Like, he'll, it's like a handyman app. Is this something she came up with? No, she she's a spokesperson. Spokesperson. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. ever since no. she retired from the Hoda. By the way, I, got, I told you I got a little crush on Hoda Kotb. No. No, I got a little crush. Happen? Yeah, I like her. Well, congratulations. I'm a fan. What <laughs> doesn't mean anything. I don't know. If I just, hey, you got a boner for her? Good job. Way to go. 385. <laughs> like, okay, I want you guys to really hit on this 385 there. I want to hear it no, no less than seven times during the goddamn match. You know what I got to say about the 385? Stupid. 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 Did you retweet us to all of your followers? I did. Good. All right. Oh, that's good. There's, we're both there. Yeah, how about that? Oh, with the audio I, sounds I good, too. I it out. It's good. We don't, I, I put on there, we don't do this very often. No, you did, and we do, and it's right through the door, and it's like you're being a voyeur. You're, you're being a voyeur into our world. Um... 
<laughs> I think this is one of those shows that we're probably going to have enjoyed more than other people. I feel like other people are going to shit on it more, and I think we we pretty much enjoyed most of it. I think it was a solid seven, seven and a half. I'll, I'll go that uh, yeah, it, it it got better. I, I had had my doubts at the beginning. It started out a little sluggish, don't you think? Um, yeah, there was some problems. Well, and I mean, I still, the tag match was okay. It was all right, but it wasn't as. I mean, some the, of those middle matches were just eh. the Kofi match was easily eight minutes too long. It was a little long. I thought the finish was good, but finish I, was good. Finish was good. I'm, I'm with I'm with one of our longtime uh, listeners, Bruce Mitchell. I don't know if you've heard of him, Bruce. Yeah, say, say his last name. Again. It's uh, Mitchell. 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 Like uh, Kevin Mitchell, the former outfielder for the oh, New yeah. York Mets. Remember that? Yeah, again? big dude. And uh, shout out to the guy that wearing the Mets uh, jersey in the front row. Front row, Charlotte. Way to go. Why don't you just put a big shirt that says douche on? That would be a lot easier, oh, I think. I think that would Mets. be a very, very... Um, yeah, he said that they. he thought it was executed well, but it was not the correct story. So I think it was a... Um, I can see what he's saying. There. Yeah, it was a... I'm trying to say it wasn't a bad match done well. It was a good match done badly. I don't know what... Anyway, I thought the, ex- like the execution was good. Yeah, yeah. Ending of the pay per view was good. Um, you talking about the very, very end? Yeah the the fiend thing is just uh, dynamite. I it really it. is. I, I love it, man. I, I and I never thought I'd be there with that thing, but man, it is really it's over. Yeah, and they're gonna sell. Boy, between now and Halloween, I just don't even know how many masks they're gonna sell. I have no idea. Fifty bucks a pop, man. They should cash in pretty hard. Um, well, it, you know, no. The only caveat I see about this is it seems like they kind of rushed him to the top here, unless they're planning on giving Wyatt the the belt. Well, he doesn't uh, he doesn't need it. I mean, he's one of those. What what benefit does the belt give to Bray Wyatt? None. Unless you. But what do you do after this if you're him? If you rush him to the top like this, I mean, they they should have. To me, that seemed like they should have kept him. A a, a damn few. a, A fight was stone cold. I don't know. I know Stone Cold's, you know, Stone Cold at this point. Yeah. Know, but a fight, you know, a, a pay per view match with him, that would be great because wasn't he like going after some of the older guy like Angle and Foley and yeah, they do that kind of as a legend killer situation. <laughs> yeah, legend yeah. killer thing, and then all of a sudden he's going for the title. So I mean, it just they seem like they skipped a few steps, but. You know that's cool. I mean, unless they, you, I mean, if you subscribe to the idea that you don't want the WWE Championship or the Universal Title or whatever to fall into evil hands, yeah. But it also seems like the real struggle with this character is going to be that he's fighting for his own soul because it looks like there's voices in his head controlling him or something. I never noticed that until tonight. Yeah, tonight he's kind of holding his temple and like I don't want to do this, but I have to. Right, right. And then maybe that's where right around WrestleMania. Finn Balor comes back as the demon and rescues Bray Wyatt from his own demon, uh, his own fiend. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's I, I. I don't know. That sound. I mean, sounds plausible. But you, you definitely want to ride the um, the fiend thing through Halloween. And oh God, yeah, I'm sure that's what that's now that you mentioned be, the Halloween thing. That might be why they're doing the whole like if you had a Rollins this would be great. Like as a parent, like if you had a kid. And yeah, let's just say you had a, particularly a son, but you know, a girl could be interested in this too. And the kid's like eight or nine, and it's like the big fight's going to be for Christmas with the mom. Like, well, I'd like to get him the fiend mask. Like, oh, that's not very Christmassy, you know. You got this <laughs> neck, there, you're unwrapping all the Merry shit. Merry Christmas! And there's this, this awful like thing, and, and like, hey, take a picture with this. And you put it up on Facebook. Like, what the fuck does Junior have on? What are you? What kind of cult do you people belong to? Mark the Herald Angels. <laughs> and just, 
So that's, I mean, I, I see, I hope that that discussion is going to happen uh, in households across America as dads go to WWE shopping. Oh, yeah, I think a little Todd should have a, one of the fiend masks. And mom goes, oh, hell to the no. <laughs> oh, hell to the no. Well, if we got the it movie coming out again. I mean, I know it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's close to the clown face, you know? It is. I don't know. Scary clowns are, I'm not saying that I don't have like an irrational fear. I know somebody, have you ever known anybody that has like a fear of clowns? Oh, the, the girl that uh, was my former um, director of operations. Oh, Jesus, she, really? They used to play jokes on her all the time before she'd oh, come in. that's wrong. They, her, her computer would be off and her, and somebody would go in and change her screen, the, the, the background. <laughs> oh, that's of great. Clown face. And when she comes in and cuts it on, it's like staring. And she freaks, dude, she solid freaks out. It's no joke. I so mean, one time we were, um, after in service, we were hanging out at a, because we could go drinking after our, our in service meetings, which are like five times a year or six yeah. times, whatever. And this one uh, young lady who was old enough to be my daughter, she, yeah, I got a fear of, uh, clowns and, and little people. So what do you think my mind went to? You know, uh, right? Hornswoggle in a mask. Well, doink. No, a doink. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah, wrestling had both of those things. Yeah, right? well. So I, I sent something to one of the guys <laughs> sitting next to her. I go, don't show this to Corey. Do not show So immediately they go, ah! You, like, ah! you know, it was like, oh. <laughs> it's like everything that she ever feared in yeah, one deal. Well, she probably went home like that night and just had this horrible nightmare and started crying. Yeah, just all thanks to you. <laughs> oh, and she's she's she comes back to me later. She goes, "We we we're not friends," <laughs> which I thought was nice. Yeah, I, I think I know another. I, I, my cousin uh, that used to live in Virginia. She lives in Texas now, and she, I remember growing up. And I think she still is horrified of clowns. I think people who are, I think they're legit scared of effing clowns. Man, I don't think there's any. Well, they, you know, they talked. That, that's how Pritchard says that they sold uh, Vince on the Doink character. And like, well, it's just, it's evil clown. Uh, yeah. and, and God damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could see that. And that's one thing I might believe Bruce in. That's true. I gotta. I'm, I'm going to tell the story yeah, because I'm just so to, I'm so pissed about this, and I can't because he just. God, he said Pritchard is such a piece of shit. I'm listening to the latest. Uh, and he's such a piece of shit. I have to listen to his show every week. Thank you. I wasn't going to say anything. I but. know. I know. So I'm listening to the latest Pritchard thing. I'm a Bob with Conrad, and I don't even listen to that show that much anymore. But I was I was driving a lot. Yeah. And blah 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 blah. blah, blah. And they're talking about, um, oh Jesus, they're talking about the first episode of, um, Nitro when Luger shows up at the Mall of America, mm-hmm. and. Conrad goes, boy, that just seems like a pretty low-down, dirty kind of thing to do. Did you guys think that was out of bounds? And Bruce goes, hey, you know, back in wrestling days, in the old territory days, they did a lot of really underhanded shit. Like, one time, Bob Roop and Randy Orton were working for the Poffos up in Kentucky, and to fuck up Jerry Jarrett's business in Memphis, they had they made a tape, and it exposed the business. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, that's not what happened. Not at all. Ron Fuller had a group of guys. It was Ronnie Garvin. It was Ron Wright. It was Bob Warden. It was Boris Malenko. And who am I leaving out? Roop. Roop. All, there was those five. There was the, those were the Knoxville five. They went to a, a television station in Johnson City in the, like 3 o'clock in the morning. They made a tape, and they exposed the business because they were breaking. They were trying to fuck up Fuller's territory, which is about 400 miles from Memphis. A little different. And they did, and eventually... 
Fuller had to sell the territory to Jim Barnett, and Jim Barnett eventually got those guys the fuck out of the way and made them go work for Poffo, but they had nothing. He totally fucked up the story. You know, so no, I, I messaged this to my friend yeah. who's been a torch senior columnist for years. I'm like, you got to get on the fucking go crazy about this, because if Meltzer would have done something like this, Pritchard would have lost his shit. He would have had to connect the whole show. He would have had a heart attack number seven or eight or nine, whichever one he's at. <laughs> Damn. He fucking pops nitroglycerin tablets like they're Tic Tacs now. I mean, it's unbelievable. And Mitchell's like, well, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll listen to it. I go, it's 20 fucking minutes in. You got to hear this. He blows it. He fucking blows it. You know, it's almost like he never knew about that ever until this whole thing came out a few months ago. And he fucked it and up. he fucked it up. He completely fucked it Making up. Making it sound like he, he's known about it and forever. And he bitches you know? about Meltzer fucking shit up all the time, and Meltzer doesn't. And even, I don't know wrestling history that well, and, and I knew that everything that was coming out of his mouth, no, no, no. Remember that time the Germans bombed Fort Sumter and it started the Revolutionary War? I mean, it's just, it's... Oh, God, that drove me. Did they give up? That, that, no! That drove me crazy. And I can't believe that even Conrad just sat there and went... Yeah, but, but what I mean, happened there? I, you know, Conrad may have been counting. Maybe he's just—he's counting his maybe, money. He's uh, like over there. Uh, I was going to say he's just mailed it in. Seven million, eight million. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. What did you yeah, say, Bruce? Were you? Not that I'm jealous or anything. No, has nothing to do with that. I mean, the guy just shits gold. He's got—it's unbelievable. Yeah, I was watching some of the wrestling knowledge and money will get you far in life. As it turns out. As it turns out. I don't out. mean, I, I think the guy, you know. The no, guy, I'm not knocking The guy works great. very hard. I mean, he's good. I mean, there's certain people whose success that I uh, begrudge, but it's not him. No, not no, at all. That guy works. He's good. He's good at what he does. No, I was watching some of the StarCast shit and they, the Tony mm-hmm. Schiavone show there with uh, Cody. Uh, it was pretty good. He got kind of emotional a couple times when he's talking about the match with um, with his brother and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there you go. Apparently, there was an offer from the WWE for Mr. Skiavone's services right before AEW signed him. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. That was kind of under the radar a lot. So Brother Love calls up Tony and goes, uh, yeah, there's some interest. And then he calls up Cody and uh, he goes, well, uh, there's been some interest. He did give his notice, by the way, to the Gwinnett Stripers. Is that right? Yeah, so, I did not yeah, see that. He's not, yeah, he won't be. So, so he's not going to be there at all now. He won't be a part of the well, Gwinnett Stripers. at least we called it because yeah, we were I, like, I there's no way he could do all now, that. I don't think he can step away from the Bulldogs. I don't believe he's going to be able well, to do that. Well, that's a little different. That's only once a week. Unless Tony Khan, you know, pulls out his checkbook again. Well. But a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I saw at StarCast was, uh, the Dean Malenko thing was really good. Yeah, um, he told some really nice stories about Eddie Guerrero and stuff, which was I thought was was very good. Uh, and I know I'm two weeks behind on this shit, but I don't care. Uh, well, I still haven't seen it all. It's yet. good. Uh, it's pretty good. The ma- the mailbag from the elite was just masturbatory, but at least Kenny Omega came out and it was fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was all very enjoyable. I haven't seen the CM Punk thing uh, in its entirety. Who would? I haven't would be, seen the whole thing either. I've just hear, heard some of it, but. Uh, former World Wrestling Entertainment star Big Cass was escorted by police out of a WrestlePro event in Rahway, New Jersey on Saturday, according to PW Insider's Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, who pretty much is the reason that Vince Russo was uh, exposed for having worked in Impact. Remember that whole Mike, thing? My man. It was great. 
They were like, no, Vince Russo doesn't work for us. Here's an email copying everybody about some things, and then it just goes to Mike Johnson. And then Vince Russo's way of spinning out of it was, well, I worked him again. What? Uh, huh? How has Russo not been placed on Trump's administration at some point? I got a feel I, it's coming. I, I, I think Vince Russo would be the greatest spokesperson, I think, in history. At least you could understand what he said. Yeah. Johnson reported Cass was behaving in an aggressive and erratic manner backstage at the show. One source said Cass slapped AEW star Joey Janela, which Johnson wasn't able to corroborate. How tall is Joey Janela? Do we know? 5'8 or 5'9. I didn't think he was a big Not a big feller. He's hairy, though. (laughs) He was a hairy bear. He was a scary bear. I was just wondering what the height difference was and and all that. (sighs) At least five inches. And I think, you you know how much I think Cass weighs? Uh, I'm gonna take a shot. 385. That's correct. 385 pounds. How did Looks you every bit of it. It's stunning. I had just it's stuck in my head. Janello and Enzo Amore, Cash's former. I team think partner. I weigh 385 pounds. <laughs> I feel like it. Janello, uh, Janella and Enzo Amore, Cash's former tag partner, had a brief scuffle at a Blink 182 con. I remember that in July. But Johnson noted that Janella and Cass worked together without any problems at a separate show on Friday. Janella referenced the incident on Twitter. Not going to elaborate on this whole deal besides that it was probably the most uh, probably the bizarre situation I've ever seen, let alone been a part of in a wrestling locker room in 15 years. Everything was cordial and friendly Friday, and I hope the dude gets back on the right track. Big Cash reportedly continued walking around backstage because he thought somebody had stolen some of his belongings. At one point, he allegedly spit in Pat Buck's face. That was the ginger fellow you saw during the Becky Lynch match tonight. Playing the role of scrap iron. Yeah, I had a pierce. God damn it, we need out. No, Pierce is too big. Get, God damn it, get the. Uh, ginger Boy. Get Ginger Boy out there. Let's get the GQ version of Sami Zayn out there. God damn. <laughs> he is. At one point, he allegedly spit in uh, Pat Buck's face, which prompted uh, Buck to punch Cass. According to Johnson, that prompted WrestlePro to ask Balls po- up, man. According to Johnson, that prompted WrestlePro to ask police officers to intervene and take Cass outside, where he reportedly remained the rest of the show. Now, Bixon Spence said the reason there was not a police report is because the police then intervened and decided it was a medical problem. So there was some they sort of medical emergency there. Yeah, like he's, so, like he's so, wigging out. Yeah, I was going to say they didn't specify like mental medical. That's what it feels. I mean, it just feels like one of those medical. things, yeah. Sounds like it. I, I can't believe he had a cut on the arm or something and went berserko. Weren't they? Wasn't there a rumor that Enzo and Cass were coming back to WWE and they, it just has never panned out, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a shame. They're still coming to WrestleCade though, so you can get your uh, picture made with them. Oh God! The day that I pay to have my picture taken with those people is the day that you can slap me, and I weigh three hundred eighty-five pounds. <laughs> Uh, Johnson wrote he won't be booked again with WrestlePro. Oh, imagine that. That's unfortunate. I, would, I wonder if Carmella did this to Big Cass. I wonder if he started going downhill after all that shit happened. Hmm. Seems kind of like it almost did. If you let the thought go through your head that she used to be fucking me and now she's fucking Corey Graves, you could probably drive yourself insane. Mm-hmm. You could My prob- point exactly. Uh, and then I saw the, the Sasha Banks Chronicle about... This is interesting. It's the behind the scenes thing about why she left and everything. And she doesn't really give up any like it wasn't like one thing that happened or it doesn't seem like it was creative. I think she was having some sort of mental crisis of some sort. I don't know. Just working too hard kind of thing. Maybe just stress. Working for the man every night and day. Yeah. One of those deals. Yeah. Um, No time off kind of thing. It seems like it. And then she kind of got her head straight and she's coming back and all that shit. Uh, But then they, they alluded to something. 
uh, the, the, she she lets the I think she lets the social media get into her he- head too much. Like when people talk yeah. shit about her. Or she whatever. said that it really bothered her that some of the comments she was getting uh, in the match that she was in where Paige kind of got the injury that ended her career. People were blaming her for. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And it really that bothered her because she's always. And I'm like, so what? Those people don't know shit. Why would you? Yeah. That, yeah. Because it doesn't. The I, thing about wrestlers I've noticed. Yeah. Is it seems like, and tell me if I'm wrong, maybe tell me if you notice this too. They don't tend to retweet a lot of people that compliment them on stuff and, yeah. and tell them, you know, just positive things. Yeah. They always want to retweet like the shit that stupid shit that people criticize them for. Some, you know, joker that has like two followers and mm. doesn't even look legit. That's much. kind of the Dave Meltzer disease too. Like he goes, it is. He's got it's very fun. similar. You suck. That, that thing, if it was in Tokyo Dome, you get 150 stars. <laughs> and you look at the guy, like he, he just had the account started yesterday and he's got one follower. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I know followers don't mean everything, but I'm just saying, mm. why, why are you going to waste your time even Giving those guys any credence any, or anything? Yes, yeah. anything. Just, but I, I guess it wouldn't be as bad if I, if I would see the reciprocal. Like I said, if I if I would see more of now Titus, Titus does a lot of retweeting of positive. Po- stuff. It's all positive yeah, stuff. Yeah, but but you know all you know all these other people like oh you you know they just I don't know I don't know why they want to do that. Remember I mean, the Eddie, the Eddie Guerrero story was ever like Eddie Guerrero was just like this guy who would. He would go out there, and there could be eighteen thousand nine hundred ninety-nine people. Eddie, Eddie. If there was one person going, "Boo, you suck," he'd come backstage. You go, "Man, why did they hate me?" You know, it's like one guy. And that's that's kind of human nature. It is, it but I mean, but at some point, you, social media just amplifies all that shit. And 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 honestly, I would I kind of understand it at first. If if you know, if I wasn't used to all that, and all of a sudden I was hearing it, and then, but after a while, it's like, uh, you know, whatever. It would just be an everyday kind of thing. It wouldn't any, be any kind of shock factor or anything to it. I don't think. I don't. But I don't get I guess it. They, I guess a lot of them just take it personally or something. I don't know. It's like, it's like if I was, you know, if I was her and had achieved what she had achieved, and overcome what she would have, had overcome, and was making the kind of money she was making, and she's doing all right. I know she's not independently wealthy and couldn't just retire tomorrow, but mm-hmm. you know she's doing well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there would be a whole lot that would get to me. Right. Well, I would like to think that. I would like to think that. I would. I would like to think that, but I think I, I'm pretty sure I would think that. Um, I would be like that. But you know, I was. I don't know if you know this. I used to be at radio. What? And there was a period. You know, when we were when we were doing the thing in Charlotte, I was making really good money, and people were people were shitting on me, and it did kind of get to me. But that was also because my boss did not have my back at all. Well, that, was, yeah. Well, yeah, if you got that going on, that, that kind of amplifies things. I think but, I'm, you know, I'm in a better... But I mean, if you could, boss had your back and they were shitting on you, I mean, you wouldn't... Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Uh, I, I and, get that. You know, the ratings are good. And I'm you making, let shit roll off your back a whole lot easier than I do, too. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's a struggle, and I've gotten better at it. And I, well, it doesn't show. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I've gotten. It, it, no, I mean, it doesn't show that, that no, it bothers I, you. Look, I can I can let the the stupidest shit get under my skin sometimes. There's no question about it. But yeah, no, yeah, it's too. a it's a struggle, and I, I I get that. So she, I think she was alluding to this thing. I think this is what people were talking about online, where she had come back or something, and somebody had reported. I think maybe it was Ryan Satin that she had broken down and she was crying in a bathroom or something, and so people were like shitting all over Ryan Satin, like oh, look, you report is erroneous, and uh, 
You know, I think some I think people like Ryan Satin are are set up with with false information from WWE sources, quote unquote, sometimes to make them look stupid. And I think Dave Meltzer, who's been around the block, he knows the difference between, oh, I'm being fed bullshit that's going to make me mm-hmm. look less credible. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to run with this. Um, but I don't think that other people are able to discern yeah, that much. I, I, I'm, I think your Wade I, Kellers, I totally get that. Your Wade Kellers and your your Dave, and your Dave Meltzers and those people are able to because they they kind of they know. see through the bullshit. Yeah. yeah, and they know which sources are good and which are not. And but the, I I think the Ryan Sattons and the <laughs> the Brad Shepherds, yeah, Brad Shepherds, who I'm 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 just told make shit up. I'm, I'm told that they my sources. Are, what was it tonight? Pink and blue? Is that what Charlotte yeah, was supposed to come out with? Yeah, was supposed to come out in the Well, we'll see if that changes. We'll see. I love that. I love According giving to my yourself sources, that out. But we'll see. You know, I heard uh, Kofi Kingston was bludgeoned to death in the alleyway today, and that's a shoot, but we'll see if that we'll changes. See if my, we'll see if my sources are correct on that. What? I don't understand. What are you saying? Seth Rollins got food poisoning. It was near death at a Charlotte hospital. We'll see if that changes. Sources are saying... I can't even if I, if if I had if I was in WWE and I had that guy contact me and say I mean we'd be a, um, the shit that I would feed him would be unbelievable like, that, that would be funny Brad Brad Vince McMahon eats booger sandwiches in front of the staff really yeah yeah every, every it's but but he only eats them on Thursday and that's the only thing that he eats. And he washes it down with pickle juice. But again, that's the only, don't, seriously, you can have that, but don't, I want you to embargo that until the 15th. <laughs> if you had that guy and you knew that you could fuck with him. Yeah, I would be all in. How could you not? All in. Hashtag AEW. Hashtag. God damn it. Bathroom Brad. So the uh, NXT show starts Wednesday, and we'll have more on that because we're going to record on Tuesday as well. No, we are. Yeah, because we're good. We're damn good. Uh, and they're doing like an hour on USA, then an hour on the network? Yeah, apparently. Well, that's stupid as shit. So when are we, how, how, how much time, and I'm not trying to sound like grandpa here, yeah. but there is a lapse of time to connect for some people, some people have it easier than others. God damn it. To go from USA to WWE Network yeah. and not miss anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, are they going to do it during commercials or are they going to go, go now? And then it. I don't, maybe it'll be a hot angle like it's the Fiend thing showing up at the end of that first hour. Oh, shit. We'll continue this on. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to miss anything because there is a con- connect time. I mean, and then the, the Fiend has to just stand there until they give him the, uh, it's not ready. Can I give him Sister Abigail? No, not yet. Three, two. Okay, go. Go, 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 Sister go, 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 go. Abigail. I think they're going to go all the way and they're going to have a Sister Abigail this time. I think it's going to be a real character. Seriously? Yeah. Hmm. Rosemary? It's kind of a natural, isn't she? Yeah, she would be a good choice. That'd be perfect, I think. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure what about out. What's Sue Young? I'm trying. <laughs> what about <laughs> what about Leva Bates? Wouldn't she be great for seeing? <laughs> She's cute. I like Leva. Yeah, they buried her with that librarian I shit. Know, I mean, God. it's unbelievable how they fucking buried and my, her. And my man, freaking oh, I- uh, professional Peter Avalon. Yeah. At least, I mean, I'll, I'll give them this much credit. At least they figured out like All right, we're not going to do that anymore. That sucked. I mean, I, I give them that, and they're yeah. they're they're openly joking about it. But 
Well, I'm I'm, I'm just trying to good. figure out ways to get Camille into fucking WWE, and I can't figure out a way to get Camille into <laughs> WWE. I asked you this. I said, do you do you ever foresee Camille being in in world wrestling entertainment in any way? And I just can't see it, just based on their narrow definition of what they want from female performers. What what is it about her? Do you don't think is it she's too muscular? You think yeah, she's too, she's too big and too she's big? too muscular and she's too she's not petite um, and model esque. She's a lovely girl, like but Beth she's Phoenix, but she's she is yeah she's a glamazon and it's like well we've already had one of those and she's not Nia Jax because she's yeah so they can't figure out what to do with her yeah. but if they could figure out. If somebody could get in Vince's ear and go, well, she's kind of a cross between Beth Phoenix and Lexi or Beth Phoenix and Mandy or whatever. Yeah. But I just don't – it's hard for me to slot her into a – I think they ought to bring her in. If they do, they should bring her in as what's kind of what she's doing now with Nick Aldis. But they'll never – see, because they're not valeting. Any, I mean, they with, with the exception of – Well, know, not referred to her as a valet, but like a, you know, like Selena, Selena Vega. They, she's like the exception of the rule right now. You know, they did it with Lana for a minute with uh, with Rusev, mm-hmm. and they just can't seem to, like, make it stick. Where are they, by the way? Yeah. Nashville. Nashville, yeah. Hanging out with all the... Waiting for the Predators to start. <laughs> Waiting for the Preds. Yeah, the Preds <laughs> season is going to kick in pretty soon. Go get your season tickets now. <laughs> uh, so I don't... I just don't... I, I think she's good enough. I think she's Have physical. Have you actually seen her in the ring, though? Yeah. I saw her in the ring back before she bulked up like this, and I thought she was... I- I'm not going to say she was, you know, she's not fucking Trish Stratus or Lita. Right. She's a she's a five or a six on a scale of one to ten. She ain't okay. going to hurt nobody. Yeah. I don't I mean. And if she, if you can limit what she does, keep her up to about two or three offensive moves, she can put a match together. I mean, she's, I'm trying to think of who she would be on, you know. Lacey Evans. I think she's maybe a little better than Lacey. Even, uh, yeah. I think she's not. She's not in the same style as Nikki Cross, but I think she's as competent as Nikki Cross is. Yeah, it's a it's a different style, yeah. but I, I don't know. I just think, I can't figure. I, I think she, and you know, I don't know what's going on with this NWA television show. Nobody yeah, really I don't does. Know, man. And do we? When did you say it start? I don't even know when it started. They're taping September thirtieth and October the first. Okay, is that in Atlanta? Atlanta? Yeah, at the old Center Stage. Ah, yeah. But we don't know where okay. the show's going to be. We don't know if it's going to be what network it's going to be or what. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything. It's about bizarre. That. You think they'd have that out by now? It's only like what September fifteenth. But I did love. I love. This is good. I loved on the Jericho uh, podcast. Two things. First of all, he did the, and I don't know how he did. Got forty five or sixty minutes out of the bubbly thing, but he did. And then he did. Uh, he had Scott Demore and Cyrus on, taking a victory lap over this Axis thing, Come which on. is. I mean, I mean, it's great. I'm glad you did it. But they were like, "In your face, you people!" And said we were dead. And like, well, look, well, you, you're I'm not ha- exactly totally ex- back up to the top yet. <laughs> Congratulations, you can breathe. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's way to go. That's well, fantastic. Well, not that you know. Not that you've had. Artificial help breathing for the we past were dead. two we're, years. We're just in a coma. So fuck you. <laughs> well, no, you're still in a coma. You're not. <laughs> it's not like, but we're not dead. So fuck. I mean, that, that was kind of the whole podcast. Was like, I don't know how much of a victory lap I'd be taking right now, boys. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm happy you're going to be on a channel that is gettable by some of America. You're fucking over Killer Cross, but you know, congratulations on your access access or whatever the hell. Um. I don't. I don't understand. I expected a lot more out of those guys. I really did. Well, 
I ha- obviously I don't have the pursuit channel and Twitch is just no one has the pursuit the channel, Brian. I know. The guy who owns the pursuit channel doesn't have the pursuit channel. <laughs> well, uh, could I, I get this in my house? I own it. <laughs> no, 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 sir, you can't have it. Oh, you can have the magic bus for one hundred English pounds. <laughs> no, I was going to say that. Um, I've heard that it's actually been program the the wrestling shows have actually been pretty good. That's what I hear, but nobody can see them. But nobody can see it, so yeah. I, I don't know. My my penis is three hundred eighty five pounds, but nobody can see it. Five, damn. Mm. I didn't see that at all. I missed this one. Drew Gulak defeated Umberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado to retain the cruiserweight title. Okay, good. And according I to guess. who's writing this for? I don't know who this person is. Aria Whitner on the day. Aria Speedwagon, who did you say? Yeah, as soon as you're willing and I am able. Uh, It says a fun opener that the crowd respected but didn't uh, react to, for the most part, Carrillo and Dorado. Is it Carrillo or Carrillo? No no one knows. Again, his mother doesn't even know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck your name is. I don't know. And you're on the Pursuit channel, which I can't even get. (laughs) Seriously, like OJ could have murdered Nicole on the Pursuit channel. And no one would have known. <laughs> no one would have had any live. Idea. <laughs> it would have been great. I kind of wish that like you could wave a magic wand, and that's where Trump's Trump is going to be. Like that's the only place you can see Trump. It's the Pursuit Channel. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? Yes. <laughs> um, AJ Styles, Pursuit's the greatest channel in the world. It's fantastic. We're just taking it over. It's not fake news. AJ Styles pinned Cedric Alexander to retain the United States title. It was all right. It said, <laughs> now this, this this guy is singing my tune now, so he's obviously smart because agree, he agrees with me. Mm. Weird choice for the pre-show. I agree. Yeah. Um, I saw a sale on some of the WWE gear mm-hmm. at Hot Topic, and some of the AJ Styles shirts were 12 to fourteen ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. And these were the old ones. Old these, ones, yeah. yeah. I, they, they were slim pickings at the one I went a couple weeks ago. In Durham? In Durham. Yeah, and some point. Yeah, just not much going on with those wrestling um, shirts. I think I saw a Super Kick Party shirt that was on sale there. I didn't see. I, I, yeah. Honestly, I only saw like three. And one of them was like the man. Oh, and they do. AEW does have their own shop now on there. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. I figured that had to come. And just and no I, you got to wonder if they're going to get their gear, though, in Hot Topic. Because, you know. Yeah, now. The Bucks and Jericho and Omega and everybody, they've got the Iggy on how to get in there. Yeah. So you would think, and that would be that would be kind of a pretty big coup. Yeah. If they would get, but they're, I haven't, I didn't Make see. Make some any, deal with Hot Topic, man. Yeah, I didn't see, they, they, I didn't see any stuff in there. The rock, what did you, what did you see among the classic rock shirts that you saw? At Hot Topic. I didn't go down that far yeah. because the one, I don't know, I think I saw like that everywhere, but there's saw, a little separation. Yeah. I, I, I just like, didn't go down as far. All you old people go over here. Yeah. No, it's it's not that because there's a lot of like young people that just wear that shit and they have no idea. Uh, yeah, they don't have no who idea. Who Def Leppard or Guns, they kind of know who Guns N' Roses are because it's like their dad's favorite band. Right. But I think there was GNR. Maybe not. They used to have some pretty good ones. Were you, they had slim pickings now on those two. I did. I was a little disappointed. I thought. Well, I always want Pearl Jam shirts to show up there because, like, oh, I'm officially old, which is like <laughs> I am. But I'm surprised they're not there. Really? Yeah, I know. I hey, it's just my band doesn't sell out, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on that train. I, they do because, like, yeah. Well, that one album, that Backspacer album that came out a few years ago, they had it. You could buy it at Target. I'm like, oh, it's a, I'm fine with it. I don't care. That's the that's the one that's got that song. I 
messaged you about the other day that I had heard that I hadn't. I don't think I'd heard. Oh before. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, what's it called? Uh, just breathe. Just breathe. Yeah, that's on Backspacer, right? Yeah, it's a good. That's a good dead person song. No, they. Th- <laughs> that was the see a lot of Pearl Jam fans shit on that album because it was like well, we're just gonna make like three minute songs and do that, and they did, and it was good. I'm not going to say it was their best album, but I'm not going to say it was bad. There's a couple of really good songs on there. Yeah. I think The Fixer's a really good song. Fixer's great, yeah, man. It sounded fantastic on the radio back when I used to listen to the radio. It rocked. I thought it was like, it was a good summer song, too. Yeah. Good Got song. Some, I thought it was a great song. I don't know that one. There's some good shit on there. Yeah, Just Breeze is a good song. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm not. But I saw it was like Guns N' Roses, I think Def Leppard, I think Nine Inch Nails. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other bands. Morrissey. Maybe Marilyn Manson or something like that. Uh, I don't think I saw Morrissey. There probably might have been some Morrissey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I just wish he would have had a few more songs about angst. If there would have been, I think that would have really made him break through the mainstream. <laughs> oh, man, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, AJ Styles, Penn Cedric. They did a. If you go to WB.com, and I retweeted this, and it's easily gotten. Um, Cedric has a good babyface promo after this, and it was overall a pretty good night yeah, for him and Charlotte. That was a good promo. They did considering after. everything, but I, I was like, mm, why don't we put this on the pregame show? AJ Styles is like one of the biggest stars you got. He's going to be. Which show is he on now? Is he on Raw? He's on Raw, right? I think so. So the, that seriously, was, I think so. I don't. I, I'm that was sure the other big news over the weekend. Is October the eleventh is going to be the. Draft, draft and they're going to start it on Smackdown mm-hmm. and then and it's going to bleed over to Raw on the 14th because yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about all weekend it's like oh god <laughs> oh man be trending worldwide I don't give a shit about this college football or this NFL shit I don't want to <laughs> see what's going on um, but yeah somebody was saying I didn't see it but they said that they were promoting it on the NFL stuff on Fox oh, the, the draft is coming to I didn't Smackdown see, I told you I didn't see any NFL today but I was last watching, weekend I did see I was watching Red Zone all day okay Red Zone <laughs> God, I'd much rather watch that in a game. Man, I, I, I don't. Now, I used to, when I lived in Winston, okay, Winston Salem, on my cable, I had all the Pac 12, yeah. SEC, Big yeah. Ten network. I had, uh, I, I had access. Yeah. I had uh, the NFL Red Zone. Pursuit Channel. Uh, fuck, no, I didn't even have it there. That's <laughs> the, the one channel I still didn't have. The 385 Live Channel. Oh, yeah, the three, 385 LBS Channel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any of that shit now. Yeah. And it's the same cable network, and yeah. it's I, I, I don't know. I'm, Guess you just have to get divorced and move back to Winston. <laughs> <laughs> All you have now is a wife and a family that loves you and a good place to be. And uh, Don't get me wrong. A wonderful place to live. That's no. all you got now. No, you twisted that all around, but okay. <laughs> That's all you have now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honey, I'd like to stay married to you, but I got to get the, the Pac-12 network. Got to get back. Adios. Adios. Winston-Salem, here I come. And I think it was only Pac-10 back in those days, so I got two more teams. <laughs> I love Utah. Lots, ha- lots have happened. What was the other one? Utah and somebody else. Uh, Colorado. Yeah, those two. I love those two. Do you see six teams in the pa- in the, from the Pac-12 in the top 25 this week? Wow. Six teams. Stanford got didn't Stanford get smacked around by mm-hmm. Central Florida or something? Yeah, Central and, Florida, yeah. yeah, beat the shit out of them. And usually Stanford's pretty good. So this is happens to be a down year for them. They, they could be seven teams. Odd, odd. Uh, Gallows and Anderson ran down after the match. Uh, do a three on one beat down. No one made the save. I guess the baby faces are busy. We have some flossing to do. Sorry, black person getting beat down by three white guys in the ring in Charlotte. We're really busy back here. Flair's having a party back there for him. 
throwing a big bag. Uh, you know, during Black History Month, somebody would have made the save, but shit, that's a long way away. We still got four or five months to go for that. What is that, February? Yeah, long ways to go. I know, I know people are kind of salty about the blacks getting their own month, but it is the shortest one of the year, so. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler defeating Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman to win the Raw Tag Team title. It was good. It was. I, mean, I didn't think it, it was bad. great. It was good. It was very interesting that they, they had Rollins eat the pin, and they had Bobby Roode get the pin. Get the pin. And, and it was, it was no chicanery going on. It was odd. Very odd. But I'm good with it, and I, I don't guess. know what they're going to do with, I mean, for a team they just kind of threw together, they're, they're fine. Maybe they got some ideas going on there, man. I don't know. I saw some WWE.com stuff on their, um, on their YouTube channel. They were doing a live show with Kathy Kelly doing some of the interviews, and Ziggler and Rude were backstage, and they were kind of in character, but kind of not. They were kind of like, yeah, we're just going to steal the show like we always do. We're going to win this championship tonight. That's what's going to happen. And it was, it was fine. Yeah. And then they talked to uh, Sasha and Bailey, and it was a little, it was a little amateurish, a little indie wrestling-ish. They're still firming up that it's WWE now is what mm-hmm. they call it. Well, you talking about the, the whole interview thing or just the way Sasha and Bailey were? No, the, the, just the whole thing. The whole setup. The presentation yeah. everything was very indie wrestling kind of. Yeah. It was, eh. Maybe it's supposed to look like that. I guess. To be cool. I can't believe that Vince would okay that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. What is WWE? I don't even know who these people are. Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch told Kayla Braxton tonight, Sasha Banks has something to prove, not her. That was a good promo. Uh, it was. She looked She looked right in the camera. Yeah. That's good. I liked it. Um Did Becky did, did Becky get to work with uh, Dusty before he died? I guess she I guess Probably she did yeah. a little bit, yeah. yeah. I hear them all the time talking about that, and I think Sasha talks a little bit about Dusty on the on the thing. They said, Corey, by the way, Cody tells this wonderful story during StarCast about him being a, a amateur wrestler in high school, and his dad getting him, they were coming out to this one event, and he said, I didn't know his dad was doing this, but he's booking me as a heel, like three girls came out and escorted Cody to the ring, and he's you know, like 16 or 17 or whatever, and the dude fucking pins him in 34 seconds. <laughs> he just kicks his ass. <laughs> it's a really great story. Uh, Bailey pinned Charlotte Flair to retain the, the SmackDown women's title. Uh, again, it was clean, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she did the turnbuckle yeah. thing, but that wasn't really cheating that much. I guess it's close to ch- cheating. I, I don't guess. know. I don't know. What do you? We don't know what to do with Bailey right now. No, we just don't know what, what to else do is with new? her. I don't know. Just another day. And then I didn't think they were. They did. They did boo her though. She was I did booed. Hear some boos. Yeah. And, so which and, I, and I don't. I didn't hear quite as many cheers for her coming out as I'm not that. I've noticed a, a steady dwindling of cheers for her. That's good. So I guess it's working. Oh. Except for the little kids. I don't think the little kids have converted quite yet. Little girls. Little Izzy. It's, yeah, there were and there was the people that were dressed up ringside on the way down. Yeah, and the, hug, on the huggers yeah. and. Sh- She's yeah. bad now. We're not supposed to like her. Didn't you get parents? Come on, teach your kids. Boo the hills. Damn. Uh, the revival defeating the new day to win the SmackDown tag team title. It was a pretty good match. And then the revival got on the mic and ran down a bunch of shit. They cut a promo after the match announced after Randy Orton wins the WWE title night. It will finally be a new day. That kind of when they did that, I, it almost made me think that he was going to get it. I mean, mm-hmm. but nah. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were cutting a promo, and when the uh, Alexa, oh yeah, it was nice. Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn tonight was pretty pretty strong. 
in a lot of ways. Oh, you said Alexa, so they thought it was talking to him. Oh, is that what that was? Alexa, bite me. I don't know if she's going to. Does she know how to do me? Are you going to bite me? She's thinking. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I do not have teeth. <laughs> Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were cutting a promo with the boom mic suddenly appeared on the screen. Turns out it was our truth. <laughs> that was funny. Alexa took the boom and alerted everyone in the back that truth was there. The promo everybody running off screen. See? Alexa. Oh, she's trying to play something on Amazon Music. Our truth What is this? Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Oh, Lizzo. Who was in the... My cousin went to see them. Like two days ago, right? Fantastic. All right. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Thanks a lot, A-L-E-X-A. You always fuck me up. So they chased everybody around the ring. Uh, Yeah. Mm. But I will say, as annoying as that gets sometimes, that that was that was about is the timing on it was good. I mean, it didn't go too long. It was just real short, real to the point. They didn't string Tell, it out. What was the conundrum that you posed to me uh, concerning fire and desire? Yeah, do we know are 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 they collectively known as fire and desire because they both have fire and desire, or is one fire and the other desire? desire. Yeah. I don't I don't know because I could I could see. Like Mandy to me is both fire and desire. Exactly, and you could, you know, you could take the fire and desire and apply it to Sonya as well, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got the fire in her, and she and instead of the fire is hot for Mandy. You know, I mean, think, meaning hot for Mandy. I'd and, say this. I think she's probably Sonya's fire. I think Mandy's desire. I think I, I think that's a good explanation. Yeah, I, there's so many ways it could be, but definitely I could see it that way too. The match could have been a lot worse, but the weakest so far, says the writer. Okay. Yeah, that's about when it started getting a little, eh. Shinsuke Nakamura pinning The Miz to retain the Intercontinental title. That one was okay. It was just no one, I, just, I, I couldn't get into it. And I, I didn't the realize. The match was okay. Like, I just didn't have no, eh. you know. I don't, I, don't, I don't care much about Shinsuke anymore. And I certainly, I Sami Zayn just takes the stink I, off that, of him. I think that's more than anything. Boy, that guy's lost. Can we have fired him with Kevin Owens? God dang! I used to like Sami Zayn. I'd like to. See I mean, him, if he's he, if, if he's supposed to be getting on people's nerves, he's he's accomplished. Needs to be on the pursuit channels where that guy yeah, needs to be. Yeah, stick him on the damn pursuit channel. God damn! Um, I, I'd forgotten that Shinsuke actually had the Intercontinental Championship either. Uh, me too, dude. I completely forgot that. Uh, Sasha Banks defeated Becky Lynch via disqualification, so Becky retains the Raw Women's Title. This is the one where. Uh, Becky takes the chair away from Sasha. She hits the referee like in the upper arm, and that makes that knocks him out for ten minutes. And oh, then somehow, while he's unconscious, he's able to call for disqualification. Yeah. Michael Gold, uh, take that fucking word. Tommy Young. You never could do that when you were unconscious, mother motherfucker. How many dusty finishes could we have avoided if he just could have called for a disqualification while he was unconscious? <laughs> We're getting word that uh, <laughs> Becky's been disqualified. Uh, apparently, Tommy Young, as he was falling down, had a medical alert bracelet, and he punched it three times, meaning that their <laughs> Tully Blanchard has been disqualified, uh, but he retains his television title. <laughs> That's what we're getting word of right now, <laughs> according to the ESP senses sending, sent over by Tommy Young. Uh, it was weird. It was just weird. Yeah, that it was, was odd. But but the match itself, what did you think of that? Did you think it was okay? Mm, it was okay. Would be okay. five yeah. or six. I, I, I expected it to be better. I'll put it that way. Mm. 
even uh, before the finish, there was something missing to keep this from going to the next level. Great. Now, you did say before they did their Memphis, uh, their Tupelo concession stand brawl outside, yeah. mustard everywhere. <laughs> little Lance Russell for you. Um, you'd like to see that. You could see this feud going on for a while, which I, yeah, yeah. I can't do. But I don't know. Again, Bailey's kind of an ancillary part of this, and then yeah. Well, we didn't really see her tonight interfere yeah. like I thought. No, we, we didn't. But there's or gotta, vice versa, really, yeah. with Sasha. But but yeah, I can. I, I do think they need to stretch it out and at least another pay per view with Becky and Sasha. A commercial for the Gears Five video game featuring Batista aired. Now, I I will say that I have not seen any of the um, superstars of World Wrestling Entertainment on. The Fox pregame show, which I've seen a little bit of, like I saw, live guys. Yeah. I don't, no, I hadn't seen that. Like your Roman or your Seth or your whoever. I haven't seen any of that. I don't. I don't know. They'll probably do. Don't you think they'll do that? Maybe the Sunday before that first. You, you could do it now. There would. It would not hurt you. No, it wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. And, you know, I, I, and I would get. I'd get Stone Cold. You know, they're using Stone Cold a lot to get the word out. So, and he's not See, that that's far. That's what I was thinking. Why yeah. they they've been bringing him back a lot because I figured they'd use him as sort of a spokesman. Oh, that's I think that's shit. that's a natural for him to be on that show. Yeah. Um, and they said something about at the end of October. They were talking about this today. Twenty seventh, maybe. Anyway, the, maybe the one before the Friday before Halloween. Um, that that's going to be game three of the World Series, and that's obviously going to bump them off. So they're probably going to be at FS1 maybe that week. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll be a big deal. Boy, and right, right out of the gate and on the FX1. It's not only that. Um, that's right before sweeps. That would be like probably the Friday before sweeps. That's not good. Not good timing there. That's eh, not what you want. Looks like they would just maybe just wait until after the fucking world series is over to well, even, but the contract said i don't know man I'm, I'm with you i mean but you have you have to have some build up going into sweeps and this is when the deal ended and this is when this one starts and yeah i guess so you just gotta eat shit on that one well, yeah my network's doing great by the way <laughs> just just split screen have have major league baseball have um I don't know uh, who's going Braves and Yankees in the World Series on one side, and we'll just have SmackDown on the other side. That would be sweet. You could, do, you could do something like that, or put it on your sub channel. Yeah, sixteen point two or whatever yeah. it would be, and you could just. Oh, it's gonna be an FS. They're gonna be on FS one probably. Man, that's fine. I'm trying to think, where else would they put them? Because they don't own that much stuff. I anymore. said FX one or about FS one. Yeah. There's FX, FS one, FFFFF. Because they don't. The people who are who own the Fox network now, that's 21st. Mm-hmm. And the people who used to own FX and all that stuff, that's AT&T. That's oh. all their property now. Okay. All the stuff that used to be like uh, FX, FXX, all that stuff, that's that now belongs to AT&T. And the only thing that, no, it's not the only thing. The 21st owns the Fox Broadcasting. They own FS1, FS2, the regional sports networks, Fox News, of course, Fox Business. But not FX. But not FX. And not like The Simpsons, that intellectual property, mm-hmm. that is now, that's, I guess that's Disney's. No, that's, that's Disney's shit now. That's all Disney stuff. It's not AT&T, excuse me. It's all Disney's. Because Bart Simpson and Mickey Mouse now exist in the same family. How weird is that? Yeah, no shit. They're on FXX, right? That- yeah, that's The Simpsons stuff. Yeah. Which I, I've always... Um, said, I think The Simpsons is the most lucrative television property in the history of the medium. 
I don't think anything else has generated There's as much. There's so much you could do with it, man. Oh, I know. I mean, you could talk about Seinfeld or whatever, but with the they had the album that came out in the early 90s, which was a number one album, the movie, all of the t-shirts, all of the, the Halloween the specials dolls, every year. All the shit, all the, the, the DVDs that were generated yes. back when you could do that. I mean, that, Merch out the ass. That, that thing has... I'm just going to say, if Jim, if James L. Brooks is not a, a fucking billionaire, he's got the worst agent in the history of the world. <laughs> he's got to be, man. You've heard that, that story about it. Was it Sam Simon, who they kicked off of the set, who came up with a lot of the stuff around Springfield, like Chief Wiggum and the people around so town? Many, uh, they hated him so much and punted him out of there. They gave him like $10 million a year to get the fuck away. And they would just send him a check like every year, just sit home, whatever he does. Damn. Here's That's like, what we ought to just be an asshole. Just be an asshole. Be, I think it was, he, he ended up buying, he's got this sanctuary or he he's dead now, but he and and I'll just say Sam Simon appears to have been a miserable asshole when he was alive. I think George Carl, Carlin called him like the worst asshole ever. Wow! Because George Carlin, remember he had that that sitcom for like a year, <laughs> and Sam Simon was like the creative, and he was like, Ugh. oh okay, yeah. yeah. So he created the sanctuary for animals for pets or something out in California. Sam Simon didn't. It's like this opulent thing and shit because he loved animals. Yeah. Huh. Kofi Kingston pinning Randy Orton to retain the WWE Championship. I liked it. I thought the finish was good. Uh, we talked to Bruce Mitchell about this on the Twitter, and he thought it was the wrong story, but it was executed well, which is fine. Yeah, the street, I, I see that. The Street Profits turned into the librarians tonight. <laughs> Booker T rescued that whole thing. The rest of it was shit. Booker. 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 And Eric Rowan pins uh, Roman Reigns in a notice qualification match after influenced by very slim down Luke Harper. Yes, very slim and trim, lean and mean. So the Bludgeon brothers are back together. They didn't refer to them as the Bludgeon brothers. They though. did not. So he I had wonder, a funky name on his shirt. Yeah, and Harper did Harper. Yeah, I didn't but he's really that. leaned down. Holy God. crap, that guy's skinny. Yeah, man. Jeepers. But he still got the scraggly beard. Yeah, that's still working. It's good to see Harper. I was happy to see him back. Um, you know, and it, it was refreshing to see him in something else besides old nasty trailer park t-shirt or yes, you know, yes, with the stains know, and everything. Shirt. Yeah, all that shit. Uh, and I, I thought we were done with the who who killed Roman Reigns, who shot Jr. thing, but we're not. No, stretching that yeah, motherfucker can, out as Matt, long as it'll go. Matt Coon and I were trying to figure out what happened to that garden gnome that was a. Uh, Looks just like Rowan, but it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. That, Seth, that whole thing uh, was just a debacle. Seth Rollins told Charlie that he doesn't give a damn about what Brian what Braun Strowman thinks. He can't worry about the past; he has to worry about the future. And Seth Rollins pinned Braun Strowman to retain the Universal Championship, and that's when the Fiend, uh, as Seth Rollins was on the ramp, kind of took over, and he gave him Sister Abigail, and he was acting like there was a pain in his head like the mm-hmm. voices mm-hmm. so I thought it was I mean I thought there were certain things that were good in there there were certain things that were, were not terrible I mean that's where we are with WWE right now nothing was terrible as long as you as terrible. long as you watch a pay-per-view and it's not terrible yeah yeah I don't think any I don't think any, even even any of the matches were terrible mm-hmm. but yeah everything was decent Hell it's about a, what I expected to be honest Hell in a Cell is October the 6th I think October 6th yes yeah. that's not too far away no it's like three weeks yeah. Huh. So they got to figure that out. That's going to be right before the debut on uh, Smacky Downey. Yeah, uh, that's on, probably why it's so early, I guess. Got to get that done. And then yeah. I don't know how all of that's going to work. And I, I think that they've factored it into their corporate plan that since they're going to have so much exposure on the network, that means on the Fox network that that's going to mean that they will be able to 
uh, turn that in and convert that into network subscriptions on the WWE network. Sounds logical. Theoretically, Theoretically, if your product is worth a shit, which it's not been for a while. No. But now you got to tighten up a little bit because you got some competition. Yeah. And it looks like Kevin Owens is going to be on NXT, obviously, coming up on this Wednesday. What do you think about that? You know, if it's a good platform for him, I'm fine with it. I guess. I mean, you're, you what? What is your? You've got a real. You got a real burr in your saddle about this one. Well, well what's my beef? What's my beef? I tell you what, my beef is. Um, I, I just. I I think NXT needs to find their identity here. Yeah. Um. Are you a, a, a like a a triple A for WWE main roster or are you another brand like SmackDown and raw where everybody can kind of just interchange all the way around, you know, because Kevin Owens, yeah, it's not been that long since he's been out of NXT, but it's been long enough to where him going back to NXT is kind of weird. It is odd. And it does seem like a demotion. It It does. Like you're being sent down to the minors or whatever. Uh, I see your point, but it's also like the same problem that SmackDown and raw have. Are you a showcase for today's talent and your top superstars, or are you a place where Stone Cold Steve Austin shows up and tries to get people over, and The Undertaker shows up and tries to get people over? They can't get out of the past long enough to be in the present. Right, right, That's the problem with those shows, and it seems like that's transferring over to NXT. Yeah, it's like they they can't do it on their own. they got to bring somebody in there to boost it up. And I still think the looming problem for all of this is, boy, that that train is coming called the XFL. And he's not going to be – do you think – and I was thinking about this today. Do you think that Vince McMahon has ever had this conversation to himself going, all right, I can't res- repeat the mistakes I made the first time around with the XFL. Do you think he's ever told himself that? He has to. I don't think, yeah. he, I don't think he's that reflective. I don't think he can say that I, I, I did this, this, and this wrong. I think he, he doesn't feel like his behavior at all was the problem with the XFL. See, if it, if it was something that lasted several years and just things went wrong here and there, maybe not. But, man, this thing tanked like a goddamn boulder in the river, man. And I just feel like Bruce Pritchard... How do you not know that? How do you not I feel like Pritchard's just that? seeing his life repeating in front of him because it's like, I think these people in the office who don't want to be involved with XFL are like... They're going gra- to be... They're getting grabbed and like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to... I, I mean, you, well, you'd have to hire a whole new staff. I mean, it's well, you also need money from. You have to appreciate that. a couple of things. I mean, it, eighteen years later, he's got a lot more resources. He's not the same guy that he was eighteen years ago. And he's got a little. If he wanted to hire and do it properly, which he sort of has, I think he's again. I think this is where he's half-assing a little bit with Oliver Lux and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, if if Antonio Brown is thrown out of the NFL. Great, the XFL will be the rapist league. That'll be the that'll be the place you can go if you accidentally have someone have involuntary sex with you. There's a place for you. It's called the XFL. Maybe that's the toxic masculinity league. Maybe that's the place for all of you people who think that Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle have saved society. That'll be your league, <laughs> where you can show your dick to women with impunity. All right, you're over here, and, and Harvey Weinstein can own one of the fucking teams. That'd be great. And then, you know, you can just do shit like that, and maybe you know Louis C.K. can be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that maybe that's what's going to happen in this league. Uh, I, I just I, I think a huge part of the problem with the XFL was that they were stretched too thin, and that they took people from wrestling and made them do more and more shit, and both products suffered. I think the whole outlaw thing just made them look bush league to me. It, it did, and. 
they've toned that down so far. Of course, we've not gotten a real taste of what yeah, the brand of the XFL is going to be I, now. I want to see exactly what's going on. We, I understand that they've toned it down, or supposedly, I, but prove it. Yeah, that's all I got to say. I'm, I'm with you on that. He at this point, with where he is now, and he's playing with the big boys on network television. He can't afford for both products to suffer. He certainly can't. That Friday night program has got too much riding on it. Too many people invested in it. And he can't fuck that up because if he does, they will end up on FS1 like every Friday night. And that'll be a huge. Real quick. Oh, that'll be a black eye on that that company. Well, here's my. I started thinking about this too, man. When you've got two prominent shows yeah. on an NBC network right. and a Fox network. Mm-hmm. What if like one of the other companies are like, well, why can't we have Roman Reigns? Why can't we have Braun Strowman? Well, that's going to be something that has to be worked out. H- how do you please everybody? Because I it's mean, very not, difficult. I'm sure that most of that boardroom, most of those people in the boardrooms in both companies don't have a fucking clue who any of these people are, really. No, but that's but it. But there are probably some in there that, that do. They or, maybe do, and they maybe see, uh, they've seen Roman Reigns on the Today Show, or their wife was talking about him on Good Morning America yeah, or some yeah, shit like that. Right, right. Yeah. And so I'm why just wondering. I, they'll be like, why? Why isn't John Cena on these shows? Right. There's going to be some people that say that. Like, right. I don't so, see John Cena on these shows. Well, he's not with us so much anymore. Uh, he's kind of doing the Hollywood thing, and he's kind of doing what The Rock was doing 15, 20 years ago. So, so I mean, when he comes back, let's say, are, is he going to come back to Raw and SmackDown? Or, you know, I just don't see how you can please everybody like this. You're not going to be. You know, that's that's a great point. But that's that see that's where that's where Eric Bischoff is going to try to massage everything over on. Good luck, man. Massa- this that, is a whole lot different than just dealing with TNT. And from what I would understand, that is Eric Bischoff's main job is to be the caretaker of SmackDown, just to try to massage the guys at the in the in the offices in the corner offices up in Manhattan and go. Everything's fine. It's not a problem. We're good. We love each other. Kumbaya. All that shit. You know. Yeah, I just I hope so. I hope he, you know. It's 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 gonna be interesting to watch. And then there's you know there's gonna be a couple. There's gonna be a couple of those executives. You know, well, my kids are talking about these young bucks. Where when, <laughs> when are we gonna have the young bucks over on SmackDown? Shut up! Shut up! Shut oh, up! Damn it! I'm gonna have to take you out and kill you. <laughs> you know, well, see, that's another thing. Here's another thing. Not only you have to worry about that and your XFL, now you got and you purposely put NXT up against AEW, so now you're going to have to please USA Network yeah. by trying to keep those ratings up versus AEW. That's going to be interesting. Those will be conversations like, why are we being beaten by this brand new show? Why are we? How do? How are our ratings lower than this brand new show that just showed up on TNT? Yeah. Yikes. Well, hopefully, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's, how it's going to pan out, obviously. But I'm hoping that Vince will keep out of this and just let Triple H do whatever he's been doing. Bryant, what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> no, but then that's that's but that's that's Triple H's trump card, so to speak. Is that Vince is going to be doing XFL and he's going to be doing this and this, 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 and maybe he this is the ball that he can't keep in the air. But don't you think at some point that you want to kind of showcase Triple H as, and most people like you and I and people that kind of know the whole thing going on inside or whatever, kind of showcase Triple H as this is the guy that's going to be taking Vince's place. I think know? that was a problem a few years ago. Is they were like, this is our COO. 
and people Wall Street was like, okay, we know you, Vince, and your daughter. She went to college and shit, and she's got your last name. Your so last that's name. That's cool. Yeah. And we got this other executive, but this is Helmsley meathead guy over here. This guy's a COO of a multi-billion-dollar company yeah. that's publicly traded. I don't know. Yeah, that. Mm. I, yeah, I did think that was. I always thought that was kind of strange but trying to sell that shit. It's tough, and it's hard for. I can't go to some analyst. I can't go to Morgan Stanley or one of the fucking you know houses on Wall Street and go. Well, this is the guy who's the mastermind of an XT. They're like, huh? What? What is that? Are they a huge revenue producer? Well, yeah, no, but they, and the content is, and you see, you're losing right there. Yeah. If you're explaining, you're losing. Explain everything. Exactly. If you're explaining, you're losing. Well, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Just, they they should showcase him more, I think, at least. For no other reason, for investors and mm. people that matter like that you in gotta, that res- in that respect, I think they're they're going to. But I think it's going to be you know there, there's always the the palace intrigue of the Kevin Dunns and you know what what's going on with Shane and all this other shit. I mean, there's always yeah. there's always the, all of that stuff going on, which you don't you just don't find at other publicly traded companies. They don't have this at Verizon. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm sorry. Just uh, Coca Cola. They don't have a Kevin Dunn at Verizon. Really? At, at Coca Cola, we don't worry yeah, about who's partnering. You know, the, if if they do, I mean, they have that sort of stuff, but they keep it well under wraps. Yeah. Right. 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 It's just a weird business, and to have it as a public tra- traded company is always just kind of an odd thing. But that's that's where they are, and they but they run it as a family business, and they have much to their detriment. I really much think. to their detriment. Yes. Because they, they, they want to be the family business, but they also want to have the prestige of publicly traded on wall street. Exactly. There, there's our ticker. You can see the signing by the stock and the stock's been up X amount, you know, so that's, that's where they are. Uh, I, I just, I just think there's a lot of, a lot of shit going on. This they're going to have to pay I'm, a lot of attention I'm to telling you just the next Three to four months could be wild. I mean, with him paying so much attention to the XFL. When does that start up again? It's going to be next spring. XFL 2020. And then, you know, he's going to be so involved. I, I feel like they're going to get very involved in the Trump campaign and the reelection and all that stuff. And it's not just going to be them writing a check. Because I think Linda's part of the campaign. I yeah. think she's working for the campaign. Wow. Damn. I mean, all all of that shit's going to be going down, and they're trying to put all these balls in the air. And I just I feel like history That's is going to re- be like WrestleMania time too. Uh-huh. I feel like there's I I feel like history is going to repeat himself when he's going to stretch himself way too thin, and something's going to explode. Honest to goodness, man, I just don't. And I know this is a football crazy country, mm-hmm. crazy country, but I just don't see any. I don't know. I just don't see a lot of people being interested in this shit. I think they, uh, I think a lot of people like you and I remember what it was like before, and we're just going to look at it and just go. There are. That. I think there are some people that. I think there are some people that would say if Donald Trump hadn't tried to fuck up the USFL and tried to get him to play in the fall, and they stayed as a spring league, they might have been. They might just be still in existence. Uh, I'm I'm one of those some people. Well, it's it, it's almost the same argument as like if WCW would have just stay in the south or if, if jim crockett would have just stayed in the southeast that that promotion would still be alive yeah, well you know i was thinking about that today because it's kind of like 
Well, it's odd because the Southeastern Conference, while obviously being a Southeastern Conference, is a national brand. The University of Alabama is a national brand. Yeah. Uh, to a great extent, the University of Georgia mm-hmm. is a national brand. Auburn. Florida. Is, yeah. Some of those places are like national brands, and yet they have a very Southern flavor, so you can still do it and not be the, 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 the you know, that kind of a, <laughs> thanks, Scott Hall, WCW. That was pretty helpful, you dick. Yeah, idiot. WCW. Uh, Moron. I used to like him back when, what, what was he in, like, was it World Champ, World Class? It was AWA. AWA, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he had the Magnum TA yeah, kind of going Yeah, the Magnum TA dude. Go, yeah. God. So, yes, you can create kind of a, but yeah, I think, you know, if you stick with just playing spring football, maybe the USFL, and, and maybe that's the thing with the XFL, but then Vince goes, oh, we got to compete in the fall. Head to head. Sunday against Sunday. God damn that would be just so stupid. I mean, it's dumb enough that he's. Even, I think he's even doing this. I, I, prove I just, me wrong just on somebody, it. Somebody, somebody, please record the phone call when he calls Stan Kroenke up and ask him to put WrestleMania in that new stadium in L.A. Please, somebody record that phone call. I just want, please, God, please, please, well, let that happen. Well, we we've seen. You know the the promos for SmackDown on NFL. So I know hell could freeze over. I guess somehow, some way. So, so what you're saying is CM Punk is going to be on that first episode of AEW, right? It's not. It's not crossed off my list yet. <laughs> Bryant can be followed on Instagram and on Twitter at Price Sports B R Y Sports. I can be followed on Twitter at Britt Whitmire B R I T T W H I T M I R E on Instagram B Dub Four Reels B D U B Number Four R E E L Z. And the show proper is on Twitter at Katie Vick Alive, and our Amazon store is katievick.com. Till next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week, and until then, so long for now.